0: Let's get you up to date on Forge FC. This is Focus on Forge with Anthony Urcioli on the Forge Audio Network. Hey Forge fans, it is the Forge Audio Network. I'm Anthony Urcioli. It is the Focus on Forge. However you get your Forge content, maybe it's subscribing to the podcast through Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Maybe it's through YouTube. Maybe it's through the Forge FC official website. Maybe it's the Forge social media channel's We're we're everywhere. There's no excuse um, not to find us. And we are going to be joined today by Charlie O'Connor Clark. I call him the hardest man, hardest working man in the uh, Canadian Premier League. He works for the CPL, uh, notably CanPL.ca, and is a big part of the newsroom podcast. If you're looking for in-depth CPL coverage, he's going to join us. We're going to talk Forge and TFC. Yes, it was a heart Breaking loss um, to go down 6-5 in penalties after the 1-1 draw after 90 minutes. But when the dust settled and you woke up the next morning, I think a lot of Forge fans felt pretty good. I mean, Forge absolutely made it. It's not often you can make a statement in a losing effort, but Forge absolutely did. They did everything they needed to do to win that match. It just didn't go their way. It happens. It happens. Sometimes you, you get unlucky, and sometimes your best efforts um, aren't enough, but more often than not, Forge FC plays that way. Um, they're going to be winning consistently and for a long time, and they're going to be winning some trophies, more trophies to add to their mantles. All right, joining us on the Forge Audio Network is Charlie O'Connor Clark, the uh, the hardest working man in the uh, Canadian Premier League, and he joins us to uh, to focus on Forge. Now, before we even talk Forge, um, did you have anything to do with that video that the CPL released the uh, the recap of the Toronto FC Forge game there? The the behind the scenes one.
1: Uh, I would like to say I had lots to do it, to do with it, but I'd say ninety nine percent was our uh, resident genius Kenny Edwards. Wow.
0: It it was pretty amazing, I mean, yeah. it, it, like it's like award winning. That's how good it was.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I mean, shout out to uh to Bobby for wearing a mic and being up for that. So that was that was all great.
0: Yeah, and for those who haven't seen it, I, I mean, just look for it somehow because it it's great <laughs> and it's also, you know, when we talk about the the Canadian Premier League and being you know um, engaging fans and it, it's stuff like this that I think goes a long way because. I mean, just listening to Bobby, like, it was just great being in kind of the locker room. You kind of get the inner workings of things. I, I don't know. I thought the whole thing was fascinating and really well done. So, yeah, hats off. Hats off to the team. Um, you know, I think I, I made, and I made this mistake, too, going into that Toronto FC match thinking Forge had to win to in order to kind of make its mark and kind of just kind of go down in history. but. Mm -hmm. You know, now that the game is done and they did lose in penalty kicks, um, I don't know that it changes much had Forge won or lost. I mean, officially it does, but in terms of what the message it sent, I thought it was still pretty strong considering.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I think it definitely was. I mean, at the end of the day, it hurts certainly for Forge not to lift that trophy. And, you know, especially when you come that close and you lose in that fashion you know it's a familiar feeling unfortunately for forge at this point uh but yeah i think at the end of the day you come out of it saying we i mean not only matched up with but probably should have beat tfc in that game you know we it not for you know a couple chances that didn't go in you know tristan borges unfortunately missed his penalty taryn campbell has that breakaway in the second half but uh at the end of the day i think forge were the better team and they'll take a lot a lot of pride in that but i think it's also an evolution maybe in in the way that CPL teams approach these games where, you know, you know, even, even in the first year when CPL teams would go up against MLS teams, you come out of it. If you play really well, then you've got a lot to be proud of. I think it's an evolution now that forge are actually disappointed not to come away with the trophy from that game. Right.
0: Yeah. I don't think we have to question anymore whether CPL teams can compete with MLS teams. I think it's been pretty, it's pretty obvious now over the last few years um, that, the margins are, are a lot thinner than I think people anticipated.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I mean, Bobby Smirniotis said after the game, he was, he said, you know, look at my list of players. Like are, are there any of them that couldn't play in MLS? He right. he'd probably go down the list. And I think the answer for a lot of players on that team probably would be yes. It's just, you know, there, there's the the difference between, between the levels now as, as Bobby has alluded to, it's kind of the energy and the experience and, and, you know, the, the way you go about things as a professional, but in terms of talent and quality, you know, on, on their day, any, a lot of CPL players can match up to that level. And, you know, uh, uh, soccer is a, a game which in many ways is affected by all sorts of details and, and fine margins. So, you know, when the level is close and the quality is is on a similar level, you know, if, if one team gets their more details more right than the other, then, you know, more often than not, they can come out on top of things to just forge very 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 close this time around and you know certainly next time they play an mls team i think they will be quite desperate to get over that hump
0: yeah and the, the timing is interesting you know they have that performance against montreal which they called you know the worst in forge history at least the first half yeah. they did and then things kind of line up because they, they they have to travel to edmonton before playing tfc so while it, it was a, a game that could have been overlooked with all due respect to, to edmonton um it was maybe an ideal opponent in that spot where, you know, maybe they didn't have to uh, play a perfect game to, to come out on top. And then they, they play TFC and then they're feeling good after their performance. And now they play Pacific. It just it feels like things are aligning for Forge who have been inconsistent to start the season to now take on a Pacific team at home who's coming off a loss. And when you look factor in the games, the matches in hand, Forge is back within striking distance.
1: Yeah, yeah, they absolutely are. And, you know, that's the beauty of it being still fairly early in the season is even if things aren't going your way in the first couple of months, there's a lot of runway left and a lot of time. And I think what most of the, the Forge players and staff would tell you is they don't really care how they start the season. They care how they end it, right? And this is definitely a good moment for them to try and start picking up some form, start you know putting some wins together, which they haven't necessarily done yet this year. But yeah, I, the other thing is for really the first time in a while, they have just one competition to worry about. It it feels like most of last season, they had the Canadian Championship and the CONCACAF League just pretty much every other week to throw in alongside their league play. Now, for the rest of the season, it's just the CPL that they have left on the table so they can throw everything they've got into that. Uh, And I think over the next few weeks or so, they're really going to hope to, well, for one thing, hopefully start getting healthier. And then after that, just you know, continue rounding into form and and become kind of the stronger unit that I think Bobby Smirniotis wants to see from them.
0: Yeah, you never want injuries, of course. Um, But there are sometimes little blessings in there. And the fact that all of a sudden you see you get different looks from your your club and and you're seeing different players in different positions. And all of a sudden, when you do get healthy, you're almost better than you were before the injuries, just because now you know that you're there's guys that are capable of playing in multiple roles. Um Ashin yodi has been, you know, mm-hmm. great playing center back at a position. We've talked a lot about guys like sissoko And um, I mean, there's there's a whole list of guys we can talk about, but it just it, it feels like this team got better in a sense just by testing guys and putting them in positions that you didn't maybe know they were gonna be able to thrive in, and they have.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's a it's a fantastic point. You know, these players. That have come in and been asked to play a role that maybe they didn't expect to have to play when they came in you know of Abu Sizoko playing much of the start of the season at right back uh, I don't think anybody really expected uh, but he did a very good job there and now you see you know a, a more recent signing and Rizak Rama comes in and he's able to play right back which is a fantastic revelation for this club because you can get suzooko into midfield and we saw just how incredible he can be in that position against mm-hmm. TFC so and, and there's all of these players that you know, can come in at pretty much any spot across the back line. And, you know, it it is by necessity, as you mentioned, but, you know, this, this flexibility and versatility has always been something that Forge have valued. So I think they'll be quite happy with what they've seen so far. And then once players do continue to get healthier, they'll just have so many more options and so much more depth to call on, even from the bench mid game to really go on a bit of a run.
0: You know, after, after the match with TFC, Bobby talked about big picture and what this match means for the league. And, to take it one step further, um, I sat in the crowd because I kind of wanted to take in that the the atmosphere at Tim Hortons Field. Um, and it was just it was amazing. I mean, from from opening whistle to final whistle, the hope there is that you have a lot of people who are maybe watching the CPL for the first time that night, maybe watching Forge for the first time, whatever the case is they're taking in this amazing atmosphere and, and they're going to want to come back and they're going to want to follow this team and their journey. So yeah, big picture here, you know, Bobby gets it. it. You know, we say that a lot around the, the forge offices, Bobby gets it. And um yeah, big picture. It just, it seemed like a really good night for not just Forge, not just TFC, but just for the league and maybe Canadian soccer as a whole.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It absolutely was, you know, just the atmosphere in there. I think it was, uh, 13, almost 14,000 people in that lower bowl of Tim Horton's field, which is really remarkable. Uh, The atmosphere was incredible. You had two kind of dueling supporters sections with, you know, TFC having that one section pretty much right across from the Barton Street Battalion. And they were going back and forth all night, bringing, Mm -hmm. you know, various levels of noise. And it was a lot of fun. But yeah, I think there's certainly even probably in Hamilton itself, there's probably people who know of TFC and are aware of what they've done in In their history but now they come and they see oh there's a team here in hamilton that can compete right on that level right can can compete for trophies is playing in a canadian league so i think you're absolutely right that that is exactly what you need just to to foster that you know understanding and awareness of what the level of this cpl league is and and you know just i think a a lot of people love seeing hamilton play against toronto in a, a lot of different sports so for it to transfer over to soccer here i think was a lot of fun Absolutely,
0: uh, Charlie O'Connor Clark. Um, what can we expect this week in, in terms of content from CanPL?
1: Well, it's uh, there's, there's plenty going on <laughs> across the, the league. I mean, we've obviously got games coming up this weekend. Um, today, we have you know a, a feature on some of the Atlético Ottawa players and what they're doing for Pride Month, hmm. which is is a lot of really great stuff. And there'll be plenty more to come, uh, especially leading into another couple of really big matches of the weekend obviously forge hosting pacific is always a very very big one to circle on the schedule so you know plenty of stuff left for uh the week and the rest of the month so look out for that yeah
0: and of course you can subscribe to the uh the newsroom podcast on yep. wherever you get your podcast spotify and you can listen to charlie o'connor clark christian jack and uh and the rest so charlie thanks so much for doing this we'll, we'll talk to you soon
1: absolutely not a problem thanks anthony
0: All right, next up for Forge FC, a home match against Pacific FC. First place Pacific FC. Forge can cut into that Pacific lead uh, for first in the CPL. Kickoff is scheduled for 4 o'clock on Sunday at Tim Mornsfield Field in Hamilton. Tickets still available. available. Keep it locked to the Forge Audio Network this week. We have plenty more coming up. Um, You're going to have... Some content from head coach and technical director, Bobby Smirniotis, who I've honored in my scarf there from the Barton Battalion. Um, They're available for purchase, by the way, if you want to contact uh, the battalion and get one for yourself. And um, we're going to hear behind the beard with Bobby this week. You're going to get an in-depth preview of Forge against Pacific. And so you're going to want to keep it locked. You don't want to miss any of it. So, subscribe however you subscribe and uh, keep it locked onto the Forge Audio Network. We'll talk to you soon. Anthony Urcioli and Focus on Forge. Subscribe on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts to the Forge Audio Network.